Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the videocast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And one of the great ways to make make an online income is through the power of blogging. That's something I've been doing for the last five years. And we have an expert in the area of uh, um, a lot of things, uh, making money online, blogging, homeschooling, uh, Christian homeschooling, and uh, living abroad being an expat, and much, 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 much more. So uh, her name's Katie Horner, and she's joining us live from Mexico. I'm over here in Medellin, Colombia, and through the miracle of technology, we're able to connect and share this interview live with all of the audience here today. Um, so Katie, uh, to start off with, why don't we get to know you a little bit better if you want to share a little bit more about yourself. Well, thank you, Ricky. It's a pleasure to be on the show with you guys today. Um, we have been in Mexico for 10 years. My husband, Tap, and I moved here 10 years ago to work in ministry as independently supported missionaries. And um, we've been in Campeche, Mexico now for seven years. And so um, lots of changes in 10 years' time, as you can imagine. We now have five children instead of one. Um, and we're doing something that's completely different than what we anticipated when we first started out. And the Lord just uh, directs your steps as things go. And um, while we initially came to this part of Mexico to work in a children's home ministry, uh, we are now doing pretty much full-time homeschool ministry. We have created a homeschool curriculum that um, is uh, a literature-based curriculum for Spanish-speaking families. And we've put all the, the books together in a literature-based curriculum and written the teacher's guide for the parents that goes with it. We have preschool all the way through sixth grade materials available and the blog that supports the parents. And we travel somewhat through the year to also um, teach at conferences and, and things like that. And so that that sparked you know, that started about the same time that our our english language homeschool blog started because we felt like perhaps we would be able to earn more income with the english side initially and um so paradisepraises.com and lemonhaas.com started at the same time and and have grown kind of together and then you know we said at the point that that we are able to actually earn income with this and subsidize the ministry support we want to be able to teach then other women how to create an income from home as well. And so in the last couple of years, we've been able to add blogging successfully to our list of businesses and the podcast for your success podcast that goes with that. And uh, we've got the, the blog connection membership training and I do some coaching and we've got uh, lots of stuff going on, but it's, it's been a really, really exciting, exciting ride. So. Awesome, man. I think you have about 10 different sources of income, which is amazing. Uh, I think I'm up to about seven now, and uh, you know, even that, it's hard to manage them all. So good on you for being an amazing multitasker. <laughs> well, when you have five kids, it somewhat comes naturally. Can you say hi? <laughs> hi. Hello yeah, there. How are you? one of them. How do you like Mexico? Do you like Mexico? She doesn't know anything different. She was born here. Okay. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyway, for the people who are listening on the audio, uh, we actually do video versions as well. So you make sure you watch the video version so to get a sneak peek into one of the five kids who's made a guest appearance here on the <laughs> video cast. <laughs> uh, so Katie, um, I'm interested in the whole, whole homeschooling uh, curriculum you've developed. Um, so how, you know, uh, tell us about that. Tell us about the early stages of how you actually came up with the idea and went from idea stage to implementation for the homeschooling. Well, we, um, at the time that we had the idea, well, I, my background, my, 
my master's degree is in in education and in curriculum development and and school administration. So um, natural teacher, the whole bit. When we were homeschooling our oldest two, we were using a literature-based curriculum out of Colorado um, and really, really loved it. We, I, I love children's literature. We love the reading aspect and, and just um, everything, pretty much everything about it. And when we started looking at other families that we knew who wanted a homeschool, at the time there was only like two curriculums that they could um, two or three maybe that they could choose from. Um, but some of them you had to speak English to even order the materials. And so, you know, for here we are in Southern Mexico thinking how in the world can we help um, these people, but also, you know, we really need a way to start earning some income for ourselves. Lord, what are we gonna do? And um, so when I started looking at the curriculums that were available, I said, you know, we love this curriculum. We love that it's based on quality literature. We love that we get to read together and have all the interesting discussions and that it creates kind of this natural curiosity for learning for the kids. Um, and, and we love hearing them talk about what they're learning and be excited about it, which also encouraged them to be excited about reading the scriptures for themselves too, um, because they don't dread books and, and learning. Um, and so we started looking, and there was nothing like this kind of curriculum available in Spanish at all. And so um, initially, we actually went to that company and said, hey, the Spanish world needs what you have. Can we help you create something similar in Spanish? They already had, you know, obviously everything in place logistically, and um, we're already shipping to several, several countries around the world because of missionaries and things that were using their curriculum. And you know they were interested, and they had thought about it before, but they'd never been approached in the way that we were approaching them. And so, when it came down to it, they um, we we created a one year of curriculum. We did all the research and pulled everything together, and we spent about a year and a half creating the first grade level of curriculum. And then we had to translate it all back into English and send it to the company for approval and, you know, and whatever. And then they were going to make a decision once they had seen what we created, if it was something that they wanted to take on and, and us with it, um, or if it was something that, that they just wanted to, you know, bless us and you do your thing. And, and in the end, it turned out that way. They said, you know, we, we love what you're doing. It's sufficiently different because you've not just translated, you've created it in Spanish. It's sufficiently different from what we're doing. We don't see a copyright issue. We give you our blessing to go and do your own thing with this curriculum, um, but we don't really feel like it's something we wanna do right now with our company. And so that was the start of Lemon Haas. And then we had to come up with a name. <laughs> and people were like, what does Lemon Haas mean? Well, in Mexico, the lemons, the green lemons or the green limes and the, uh, the avocados is what gives flavor and color to the food. And the, and the meals is what pulls the families together. And when we thought about our curriculum and how we wanted it to bring families together and be something around which families could disciple their children and train them for the future as well. You know, we were, we were thinking of that. We were living in a greenhouse at the time, which also helped a little bit, you know. And so I said, well, lemon haas, you know, and, and it doesn't mean anything now necessarily, but in the future, we want it to become known as the go-to place for Spanish homeschool curriculum. And so that's how it, that's how it came about. We, um, that was in 2012 when we first threw up the website with that very first package of curriculum. And um, fast forward to where we are now in 2017, and we have sold um, curriculum to South America and to China even, <laughs> and wow. Europe. 
Um, so it's, it's growing and we're finally starting to say, I have people say, you know, we found you online or a friend told me about you or things like that. And so it's been really exciting, um, to, to grow in that, in that arena of the, the Spanish homeschool materials. Well, congratulations. Uh, you know, um, it's great that you're, um, um, teaching uh, the locals uh, homeschooling in Spanish and also incorporating uh, God and faith. Uh, I'm a fellow Christian. Uh, I, I, I mean, obviously, our listeners and uh, uh, followers are pretty much a mix of everything, everything from Christian to Muslim to atheist to none of the above, and uh, maybe some of all of the above. I'm actually here in um, YWAM, which is a Christian ministry uh, as we're speaking. It's called uh, Youth with a Mission, and we're here volunteering and helping out with the orphanage here in Medellin, Colombia. Um, I'm, I'm curious about um, the transition. So you've already developed the Spanish version, and then you made this decision to actually uh, reach the English market as well. So tell us more about that um, edition. Well, um, initially when we, when we started working on the curriculum, we knew that it was going to take a long time to grow and catch on. And number one, um, just because internet is so far behind in Latin American countries as well and things like that. And so in order to meet the income need more quickly, we also started Paradise Praises blog at the same time. And that was where we concentrated on the English audience with um, homeschool homeschool posts, but also incorporating some faith posts and some expats and missionary stories and things like that, and um, grew that. And our actually, our very first online income ever was for a book that we put on Amazon. You know, and, and as, as a child, I dreamed of having my name in print and being an author, you know, and when I realized how easy it was through today's technology, we whipped that up and got it out there, and um, that was you know, 40 titles later, that was just the tip of the iceberg, so. Amazing, amazing. Uh, so tell us about um, the different streams of income you're currently at. Uh, we mentioned there's about 10, so if you want to walk us through <laughs> some of the different ones. All right, well, um, I have to look at my list here to, to remember them all. We have, uh, obviously, the books and things that we've produced that are on Amazon, either in print or Kindle versions. Um, one of those is a, a mommy devotional called Putting on the Spirit. It's been real popular. Another one is kind of a Christian elf on the shelf alternative called Milk the Christmas Monkey. Um, then we have our uh, our Lemon Haas curriculum. And then we have our speaking. Um, and then we have, obviously, ad revenue and blog and email sponsors that come in for the various blogs that we have. Um, we have podcast sponsorships. We have courses that we are teaching um, both uh, on the homeschool side and also on the blogging side at Teachable. We have our, our blogging membership, and then I also do private one-on-one -on -one coaching. And um, the speaking, we have an essential oils business as well, as that's another avenue for us to be able to, to reach locals. Um, when, you're, when you're talking about your faith, a lot of times it's a lot harder to say, hey, are you a Christian? than to say, hey, can I talk to you about your health? Because a lot of people are worried about their health and that opens up automatically and more naturally to conversations about eternal life and, and the health of that. And so um, we have, uh, and we're, we're on the verge of opening as well a local cafe, which is gonna give us another avenue to reach some of our local people and also a way to train our kids in the entrepreneurial skills and that they need. We have an artist in the family, we have a baker in the family, we have um, someone who, hates art but loves money um, and so we're gonna we're gonna get all the kids involved with a local art cafe and offer classes and Bible studies and and art classes and um, 
essential oils classes and different things like that here locally as part of a ministry slash business thing. And, um, and we're hosting a retreat. And we've got one coming up in September for bloggers up in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania area. And then um, we're going to host a smaller retreat for, for just five or six ladies at a time um, later towards the end of the year. So um, all of those different things, you know, some of them earn way more than others on any given month, but they all combine to, you know, to, to be able to support what we, what we needed to make up the difference between the ministry support and, and what we could do for ourselves. And it has just been a huge blessing to see how the Lord has raised up all those different streams of income um, right at the time that it was needed. Amazing, amazing. Um, tell us about how you manage that because um, one of the difficulties of being a business owner is um, work-life balance. So you're currently married with five kids, running 10 different online businesses and projects and entities, uh, speaking at different places, running retreats. Um, obviously, you've got to take care of your own health, your own spiritual life, physical life. Walk us through your work-life balance. Uh, it, number one, it's God's grace. And I, I say, anyone who asks me this question, I always say the same, the same thing, is that it, it's the grace for what you're called to do. And someone just reminded me recently that, you know, true worship is living out what you were called to do. It's, it's using those talents and gifts that you have for the Lord. And so, you know, my favorite verse forever has been um, 1 Thessalonians 5.24, faithful is he that calleth you who also will do it. And when the Lord asks you to do something, he's not asking you to do it in your own strength. He's going to be right there with you, giving you what you need to accomplish it. And um, that's that's how we get it done. I do have a schedule that changes with every season in life, and we have to reevaluate and um, put our non-negotiables on there first and fill in the cracks around it. Um, my husband is awesome. And because we are in a ministry situation, we can co-parent rather than me having to take the heavy daytime load all the time. Um, and we, we both homeschool as well. We can take some of that responsibility. Um, each of us have that and um, we, we work around it. But we also, we also have a team. We have about 15 different people that we rely on in project basis or, or part-time basis that do particular tasks for us. We have someone who helps um, with um, crossing supplies and things at the border for us. We have someone who helps with our Spanish social media. We have someone who helps with our English social media. We have someone who helps um, with project management and mailings and things like that. And other people who come in for, for web design projects or different things on demand. And so it's not, you know, it's, it's not something where it's a, a solo issue. Um, when the Lord expands your reach, he also expands your team. And we've seen that happen over and over again, where just the right people get put into place um, when we need them. And um, I'm just amazed, you know, what we thought was going to be hyper local ministry now touches, you know, all around, extends all around the globe. And we're definitely very grateful to the Lord. And I'm, I'm really glad that you incorporate both the spiritual and the financial, because a lot of people who are ultra spiritual kind of forget about the financial and the people who are business oriented, they kind of forget about the spiritual. So you've done a great job of actually combining uh, two important parts of life. I mean, you need, need the spiritual, that's kind of the foundation of everything you do. And without money, nothing, nothing works. So uh, you're one of the first people who have actually incorporated both that I know uh, through this interview series so far. So good on you.
Well, thank you. And we, you know, our heart is still for children's ministry. That's what we came here to do seven years ago originally. And though the Lord has expanded our ministry in other ways, we still have a heart for that. And actually, um, our financial charitable partners for our business is a children's home in another part of Mexico. And so we're able to pour into that still um, just in a different way than we had expected originally. Awesome. Um, yeah, definitely good work there. Uh, I'm curious to know about your online uh, teaching. So uh, you teach people how to make money online, how to uh, make money blogging. Uh, so walk us through some of the different products and services you have for that field. Sure. So I started creating um, ebooks originally just to teach one thing at a time. What is affiliate marketing? Um, what is what is a vision for your business? What is um, uh, I. I can't think of it right now, but anyway, I had a series of about eight different short little ebooks, and I put them together and started packaging them. And then people started asking for more. We started creating classes, and so I did. I did a course last year on how to how to do what I call relationship marketing, where you're actually um, encouraging the the contact and inter interaction with those on your email list, so that you can minister to them better through the business that you have and solving their problems. And we did a course on affiliate marketing. We, and anyway, all of this it kind of got to be too big. And you know, when you when you give a, when you get a give a kid ten options, he just goes crazy. He doesn't know what to choose. And that's the way I felt like my audience was. And and we need to we need to package this differently to make it easier on them, um, both to choose and to be successful in what they're doing. And so we um, we compiled all of the courses and resources that I had created into what is now the Blog Connection membership. And it became a series of seven steps from blog start to blog income. And so all the ebooks are there and the, you know, all of the downloads and the checklists and the cheat sheets and the courses and, and stuff, we put it into an organized format that takes you from I don't have a blog yet to making regular income and sending regular emails and posting on your blog and social media regularly in a way that is profitable both for your people and for yourself. And um, then within the within the membership, we have all of our all of our trainings that we do live twice a month with our people, and they have we have a live Facebook group. Um, just for our members where they have 24-7 access to us and um, have just seen some incredible, incredible things come out of their, the growth of these women as they start to put into practice the things that they're learning. It's just so exciting. So maybe you can walk us through some of the strategies for the people listening and watching now who are either aspiring bloggers, new bloggers, or established bloggers, but they're still struggling with the finances and the income generation side of things. Okay. So... Income generation has to do with having the solution to someone's problem. I mean, basically. And in most cases, people are willing to pay for something that has to do with health, love, or money. And so if you have a solution to one of those things, you know, but then you have to know them to know how to present it in a way that they're going to accept it. And so that's where the marketing come in and the relationship comes in. I've got to know my people so well, either through you know, conversations or through email communication, through social media communication, through polls, through um, whatever I can do to get into their heads and find out what they think they need. Because if somebody says I need to make money, well, I know they either need to work affiliates better or they need to create a product. Um, and they may be thinking I just need to 
you know, put up more social media posts about Amazon products, you know, and so I've got to be able to market to what they think they need in order to offer them what I know they need behind the scenes. And so um, getting in there and finding out, you know, what is it that they're struggling with and then using their own words to market that solution back to them um, is really key in being able to up the sales. And then, you know, they can, and, and that relationship building process helps them get to know me and trust me so that then they'll be willing to accept that solution that I'm offering to them as well. And so, um, you know, it's it's really key. I wanna give every email that I send my people, they've given me permission to be in their inbox, to write to them personally. And I want to be able to, I want them to be excited to see my name. Like, I don't want them to think, oh man, Katie Horner, what's she emailing about again? You know, I want them to be excited to open because I'm offering them value and I'm affirming them in their calling and what the Lord has for them to do in their life and just offering that encouragement and that value and things that are they're going to find helpful every time that I write. And sometimes, sometimes that's not offering them a resource. Sometimes it's just sharing the real life of what it's like to be an entrepreneur. I sent an email this weekend um, just talking about my own struggles lately and having to take a few days off and reevaluate where we're going and what our business goals are and what that looks like in terms of projects for the rest of the year and things. And um, you know, one of, one of the one of the ladies wrote me back immediately this afternoon and said, "Thank you so much for that email. It was so great to to hear your thoughts. It gave me food for thought, and I'm really encouraged about." what's coming in my own business next, you know? And so always being the person they look forward to hearing to really helps when it comes to marketing, which in turn, back to your question, helps you to improve those sales because then you know what they're looking for and what they need and they're way more willing to take it from you when you offer it. Awesome, uh, you know, uh, great tips there. Thanks for sharing uh, those uh, strategies. I'm in the travel side of uh, what, what you know your family as well because we've covered a lot of the business and on a show we cover both the digital part and the nomadic parts so you've moved uh, from the US to Mexico you're based there you have five kids uh, tell us about some of your family travels do you usually stick in Mexico or do you travel elsewhere and if so uh, I know you do a lot of speaking is it always with the kids so walk us through some of the travels you guys are doing well, our goal is um, eventually to be at the place where we can all travel when we need to travel. Um, but to this point, it's usually been um, either mom or dad alone or mom or dad and one or two kids. And so, you know, to the co homeschool conferences, my husband and I kind of take turns. Um, last year, he went to Mexico City area with two of the kids. And then I took one of them and went to Guadalajara for a conference, you know, and so kind of divide and conquer when it comes to that. This year, though, um, for the Mexico City conference, we had two events back to back and they had asked me specifically to speak. And so we just planned, you know, we knew about it enough in, a, in advance, which doesn't always happen in Mexico. Um, but we did know about it enough in advance to plan our, our summer trip for the family around it. And so we took two weeks and we actually drove from Campeche, which is way at the bottom of the Gulf Coast, all the way up to the Mexico City area. We went through Veracruz and spent a couple days there with the aquarium and the Naval History Museum and um, just some, some really good quality family time but was also educational um, because we're a homeschool family. And um, the beach and, and all of that, they have brown sand there and our sand is real white. So, you know, things like that that the kids are like, who knew, you know? Um, but then we did, the, we did the two conferences. We got to go through Mexico City, which, Crazy, crazy to drive through, but we made it. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> and um, went to the the big pyramids, the Teotihuacan pyramids. The kids had never been there. 
we thought we were going to spend an hour and they'd be done. And the kids just loved it. And they wanted to climb everything. They wanted to go in every nook and cranny and learn everything that they could. We spent all afternoon there, got burned to a crisp. Um, but it was fabulous and awesome memories that they're going to have for the rest of their lives. And then we went to Pachuca, which is one of the mining. It's north of Mexico City. It's one of the mining capitals of Mexico. Um, and got to spend some time there and go to an animal safari um, and um, I guess snorted at by a zebra and the kids thought that was hilarious, you know, but but just some of those things that they'd never heard about. Well, come to find out also right in that Mexico City area are coffee plantations and Tosco, the silver mining town and things like that. And so we didn't have time to get to all of it this trip, but we're hoping that next year or or the following year we'll be able to go back and learn some of those things. So. We've also been to, to um, the Cancun area with the family to be able to speak in a homeschool conference there uh, two years ago. Um, and then our travels has taken us, um, I think I mentioned Guadalajara and Monterey, some other places. So I've also spoken at FPEA in Florida and been able to take a, a daughter with me to that. And uh, so, you know, as the Lord presents opportunities, we embrace that travel prior to Prior to getting married, I had visited Ecuador and Costa Rica and um, Puerto Rico and several of those countries, um, either with my family or in college on mission teams. My husband's family moved to Mexico when he was 15 to be missionaries, and they're on the other coast of Mexico. They're on the, the West Coast still today. So um, we've, got, we've got quite a bit of world travel under our belts and looking forward to more as the kids get older. They're, they're much more fun to travel with when you don't have to worry about them wandering off and having to stop and pee all the time. <laughs> it's definitely tough to travel with young kids. We're traveling with three right now. One's five, one's three, and one's one. And it's uh, definitely a challenge, but also a blessing uh, to spend so much quality time with them and to see the world through their eyes. Uh, yes. I'm interested in the struggles. Uh, you moved from the U.S to Mexico 10 years ago already. Uh, so tell us about the struggles of living as an expat in Mexico. Oh, well, I'm not sure we've, we've got enough time for that. But um, I think it's the main struggles anyone anyone goes through when they move far away from a support system. Like that's that's a big one, um, is um, the, the support, the emotional support and the friends, you know, because even, even if you've been best friends for 10 years, once you're separated in life for most of 10 years, even if you see each other every year, there's still quite a bit of emotional separation there. Um, separation from our, our home church at home was hard and, and people just don't, they're well-meaning, they just don't keep up, you know? And um, so I think that was one of the things, but, but it, the flip side of that is that it was a blessing because it forced my husband and I to be knit together even, even more and become each other's best friend and sounding board. And you know, we know each other inside and out now and, and thank the Lord that through several different struggles and ministry changes and, and crises that we've been through, um, the Lord has allowed our marriage to remain strong and intact um, to this point. We'll be celebrating our 14th anniversary next month. So um that's that was that's been a big struggle for me and i'm a i'm definitely a type a go-getter personality and so for me the um the the lack of sense of time here has been difficult i'm not very patient um and my husband of course is the opposite and is extremely patient 
and he has embraced it much better than I have. But I, I appreciate the fact that relationships are more important than time. I definitely love that about Mexico. You know, if, if somebody's in my living room talking, you are more important than the appointment that I had. And, and, and I appreciate that. Uh, but I also get frustrated when, um, when, when somebody else's time is not valued just because they're taking their time or, or the processes don't seem to be um, as efficient as they could be, I guess you could say. So the, those have been struggles, but we really, we really love it. The Lord has given us a 250-year-old colonial house here in Campeche to, um, to restore, and we have hopes of turning it into um, some sort of a retreat center, vacation-type place eventually, and uh, just excited about, about being here. And, you know, and the, you know, the cool thing is, like, we, I always wanted to live in another country. I always knew I was going to be a missionary since, like, ninth grade. Um, my husband always wanted to live in Mexico. We never dreamed that we would own someday a Mexican national monument. But after we bought our house, we found out that our house is actually on the National Monument Registry for Mexico. And so not only do we live here and have children born here, but we now kind of own a piece of Mexico, which makes it super special. Awesome. Uh, thanks for sharing so openly about the struggles, too, because sometimes we, but usually we just hear the good stuff on social media and our blogs, et cetera. So it's good to hear uh, the struggles and challenges and difficulties you guys face. Uh, I'm interested in your vision going forward. Uh, so you've moved from the U.S. to Mexico. You've established several successful online businesses. Uh, you're speaking around the world. You're a subject matter authority on the area of homeschooling. Uh, walk us through, where, what does the future hold? Uh, we know who holds the future, uh, but tell us about what does the future hold for you? Well, um, we anticipate the Lord continuing to grow the Lemon Haas business and the homeschool curriculum that we sell there to Spanish speakers. Um, every year the orders get to be more and more. We hear from more new places and get to put more pins in our map as far as where the orders are coming in from. Um, so we anticipate the growth of that, Lord willing. Um, we'd also love to be speaking more, both um, with uh, the homeschool side and encouraging moms, but also with the, the blogging and educational side of things. Um, the retreats that we are hosting later this year will actually be blogging-related, um, online business-related retreats for women who are growing their businesses. Um, and then we've got um, I've got a devotional book coming out later this year. And so, you know, while we expect to be doing more of the same, I just can't imagine what next year this time will look like. You know, we look back um, just this week, we, we had our anniversary of moving into this house a year ago. And um, while, we could, while we could move in, there was so much work that had to be done, walls that had to come down and go back up and a bathroom put in. I mean, just I just can't believe all that the Lord has allowed um, to happen in the last 12 months. And I'm sure that when we get to next year at this time, we're going to be sitting in the same spot going, wow, I can't believe what God's done. And I'm really, really excited to see what that's going to be, both on the blogging side of the business as well as the homeschool side. Yeah, definitely exciting times indeed. So, uh, you know, uh, having established all these successful online businesses, what would you say to someone who's maybe watching right now or listening and is just starting out? They have no idea where to start in terms of uh, uh, internet marketing, being an internet entrepreneur. Uh, what advice would you give to them, Katie? I think I would say, like, your your business. If you want to make a business, you have to have. Um, you have to have it somewhere where your passion crosses your decision. 
Like, I don't think it's something that you fall into. I think it's definitely a choice. Um, but I think that you have to be passionate about it. And it has to be something that just lights you up. Or when you hit that hard time, or when somebody says, who are you thinking you can do this? Or somebody says, you'll never be able to make a go at that. Then you're going to want to quit. And you know that was part of the reason that we started the For Your Success podcast this year is because I got so sick and tired of people saying, oh, well, you can't be on our show. You're too small. Or, oh, you can't write for us. You're, you don't have enough followers. Or, oh, you know, you'll never be big enough to, or you'll never be able to do X, you know. And, and not just to me, but to other people. I mean, it's happened plenty in my life, right? But to other people and seeing the damage that that can do. You know, for every 10 entrepreneurs who make it, there's 100 who quit just a step before they would have reached it. And I'm not saying it's luck. I don't believe it is. I, I believe in the blessing of the Lord on the things that are aligned with his purposes. But I do believe in hard work and I believe in, in knowing who you are and who the Lord created you to be. And just recently have I come into a better understanding even of the fact that I, I am energized by teaching. I am energized by, by speaking and encouraging other women um, in their gifts, to use their gifts for the Lord. And so part of our recent reevaluation of things is how can I do more of that? Because that's obviously a gift that the Lord has called me. So if you are just starting, I would say embrace that thing that you know the Lord created you to do and then use it to touch the people that are in your influence. Who cares if somebody else is doing it? Who cares if there's 10 other people doing it? If that's what God has given you to do, you're going to be able to reach those that those other 10 people can't. And if you don't, those other 10 people probably won't reach them. And so your message is needed and you need to find a way to get it out there. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. You just keep going. Surround yourself with people who, who understand the vision that the Lord has given you and go for it. Awesome. I uh, love those closing thoughts, Katie. Uh, so to end off with, uh, tell us about how people can connect with you. You have uh, several different websites, several different social media. Tell us about uh, the ones that you want to share with our listeners and viewers today. Well, the, the main place to find me is just katiehorner.com, H-O-R-N-O-R, katiehorner.com. From there, you can find just about everything that we're doing. Um, the things that we mentioned today, though, the Blog Connection membership is at bloggingsuccessfully.com slash connection and then the homeschool curriculum is at lemonhaas.com awesome and i'll have those links below so you can actually just click through you don't have to search on google uh, they'll be on uh, youtube if you're watching this on youtube they'll be right in the show description and if you're on itunes they'll be on the show notes uh, so thanks again katie for your time it's always a pleasure and a joy to connect with other fellow Christians, fellow family travelers, fellow world schoolers, homeschoolers, uh, fellow podcasters, fellow bloggers, fellow internet marketers, and fellow so much more. <laughs> well, thank you. It's been a joy. I'm so honored to have been here today. It was, it was an honor for, uh, to have you. Uh, uh, so thanks again, Katie, and uh, thanks, everyone, for actually tuning in to this episode of Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. Thanks everyone, we'll catch you in the next episode. Happy travels.